0: Hello, welcome back to another episode of The Trekway. He's trying to invent the... (laughs) The Vulcan salute many different ways, Mr. Gray. Um, Hello, Gray. Thanks for coming back. Um, We're here just for another Lord Dex episode review. This one's a little bit... mm, We're not massive fans of this one. Season 3, Episode 8, Crisis Point 2, Paradox. Um, I vaguely remember the first one. That was where Wimler had his own little make-up story in his head and it didn't really happen, but this is the second part of that, essentially. Um, You... Thanks. Can we say can we say another filler episode? <laughs> um, no, it's not filler. It's just not great. In yeah, my opinion. I yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was filler, it would probably get an extra mark or two for for uh, yeah.
1: Just so we don't turn off a lot of viewers out there, there was some really good moments in the episode. Oh hell other yes. than yeah. really Yeah, moments. There was kind of like you know,
0: there was there was so there, to... there's definitely good stuff in this which we'll get to. It's just it was a bit chaotic. It was a bit all over the place gray put here six out of ten gray did you put six out of ten yeah i have to yeah, agree with that right, i have man. to agree with that mate yeah it is it's just nuts it's like it's on an acid trip this episode and you're trying to keep up and you're like <laughs> <a good> <laughs> and there's so many things <laughs> happening and you're like i i'm so confused i so when i take notes for an episode an episode lasts what 26 seven minutes or something right yeah. including the credits I have to pause that every few minutes, maybe more than once to make sure I take some quick notes down. But I was pausing a lot more, not just because of notes, but because yeah. of yeah. what happened. So if I get a point or two wrong, guys, I'm sorry. You'll see what I mean when you watch it. It just gives you a sore head. Yeah. You know? But anyway, right. So we're getting near the end. We'll get two more episodes that go after this, and uh, we just hope the uh, they finish on a high. We saw this... Um, we saw, I think it was Star Trek Star Trek Day, that we try not to talk about too much, Gray, where you know, it, was a, it was a bad day. It was not Star Trek Day, it was yeah. a bad day. And we saw the trailers of the upcoming second halves of seasons and the new seasons coming up. And we saw Lord Dex. There was a scene of what looked like a, a Captain Boimler on a Sovereign Class starship. Right. That's cut right out of this episode here. Um, and it's not Captain Boimler, but we'll get to that. So we'll kick it off, Gray. We'll kick it off. This episode starts with a manic battle between the Cerritos and some Romulan, well, a Romulan ship, actually. Um, Chaos, uh, it's getting smashed up, the Cerritos, yet again. Gray, you put a comment in here. So did I. We both done it. I've put it uh, again in capitals. Gray's put it in, in green here for me to pay attention to. We're getting a bit fed up of this happening, aren't we, Gray? The yeah. Seriousos getting smashed up, even if it is an a fictional hollow story that they're creating, yeah?
1: Right. It's just like every every other week, it's like Cerritos gets bashed, bashed, blown up. The most bashed out.
0: ship in Starfleet at this stage.
1: The ship shouldn't even exist at this point. It's been bashed so <laughs> many times. They should decommission and just give them a new one.
0: The USA is bashed. Um, the Cerritos, you know, no, it'll be the Cerritos A. <laughs> Oh, yeah, very good point, actually, yeah. So, I mean, this big uh, fight here, uh, so it's it's kind of a hollow story that uh, Boimler and and the Ensigns are recreating, like, their second part of it, Um, which you don't know at the very, very start, but you quickly get the hint that's what they're talking about. Um, And some Romulans beam on to the Cerritos, the (sighs) steel... What did they call the device a cryo something they kept a, making a, up words chronogami chronogami i never tried to explain a chrono, what a chrono was.
1: time well they, were, they explained it one time where they just said yeah yeah we get it yeah, they yeah, go, chrono yeah. for time and gami because it folds the universe chronogami yeah yeah like oh i get it yeah um, like
0: yeah thank you yeah cheers um there's <laughs> lots of right so there's techno babble in star trek as we all know right the actors hate it for the most part but there's Technobabble of the technobabble, they made shit up here, like completely LSD yeah. trip words. They were on something. What would you say in technobabble if you were un- under the influence of drugs? Cryogamy. There you go, as an example. There's more of them through there. Techno Technoacid. Techno acid, there you go, Greg. <laughs> so, um, so the Romulan Steel on Cerritos, there is the Chromogamy device which does time travel. It's a very time travelly type device. Uh, they steal it, they beam back, and then the Romulan Warbird... It's not a Warbird, actually. It's the Daredex class, maybe? I can't remember. It's not a Warbird, I know not know that much. It's smashing... There
1: there's a... more than once, uh, if does I mean... remember the scene right there. I think there was two. I think one was a Warbird, uh, and there
0: was... One done the beaming, one done the smashing, essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's right. Yes, he's right. So there's two of them. The Romulan is been back with the, the cryo... Gammy, God, okay. Chrono Gami. There we go. I'm just going to Crono call it. The, I'm just going to call it the thing, the thingy,
1: <laughs> the time crystal thing,
0: the, the thingy, <laughs> the time travel thingy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The being back with uh, the other Romulan ships starts smashing into Cerritos, like big time. It's not looking good. And then all of a sudden we get epic Star Trek TNG music, music, movie music coming on. We see a Sovereign class flying in very much like uh, First Contact with the summon Class comes in to save the fleet from the Borg Cube, taking some of the shots. Um, it's the Wayfarer, the USS Wayfarer, with mm-hmm. uh, Captain Dagger at the helm, played by Boimler, because he sees himself as a Billy Big Balls. Uh, Why did
1: they name a ship after a, uh, an online furniture sales company?
0: An online what?
1: There's an online company called Wayfair that sells all kinds of furniture and other stuff that you can order from them, and that's all I could think of um... when they named the ship Wayfair. <sighs> I know Wayfair means other things too.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it was just like, uh, okay, <laughs> it rings a bell. That name, I think. I think there's maybe been a like a seafaring ship way back in the day that was called. Yeah, wayf-
1: Wayfair basically means you're just kind of a wanderer. You just kind of you wander
0: from places all over the place here and there.
1: I mean, it's a decent name, I suppose, but I just couldn't get that that website out of my head
0: man. yeah i'd love to know how to come up with some of these names a film stop actually probably more lsd trips when they're doing it um probably so yeah. has to go through lots of star trek committees and stuff like that what well, can we name it this well i don't well, know let's check canon well true <laughs> the, the, the whole uh the whole uss voyager thing they weren't sure if they could call it uh they were going to call it something else uh there was mm-hmm. the naming rights with that and problems because of uh i think first contact was coming out about the time they weren't sure if they could call it USS Voyager, uh, and ended up settling with it at the end. But yeah, there's committees for checking the names of things, checking designs of starships to make sure they're not crap and they fit what they were going for. They're very strict with that kind of thing, and rightly so. Um, the whole
1: canon thing is very is very. I'm not going to say strange, but interesting in Star Trek, like like for instance the uh, the Odyssey class Enterprise F we saw in the in the trailer. Well, that wasn't originally canon. That was in Star Trek Online. Yeah. like that. And so technically they say Star Trek Online is not canon, period. The books are not canon, period. Yeah. But when they make it from the books or the online game into a, a show, now it becomes canon. So it's kind of like, Okay. Yeah. Yes, I see what you mean, Gray. Um, I think, and I'm, ha- and believe me, I'm happy for the people that actually, because they've they've created some interesting looking ships in Star Trek Online, even though I don't really like the game anymore. Um, but they've come up with some cool ships. So you know, hey, kudos to them. They got they got a ship into into canon. So that's they, pretty cool.
0: They deserve the all the credit they get. the The Star Trek Online guys. They did, they, they redesigned the uh, Enterprise F. From what it was originally in the game So that it was a more polished version Uh, Partly Mm. they were going to do that anyway Before handing it over to uh, Paramount Yeah very good, convenient But, Mm. and then Paramount done their thing And made sure it looked, and it looks very very similar To the one in the game so, no fair play Um, So yeah Our holodex movie story They're all playing out at the moment Um, We've got Captain Dagger uh, coming to the rescue Saving the day um, but we're interrupted from this, uh, little story for a moment. Boimler, uh, is called to Commander Ramson's, uh, office. Uh, we find out some bad news, which we'll touch on in a moment. You don't know what that bad news is initially. Uh, I found this amusing, Gray, that while they're doing this, I, this scene, it was the rest of the ensigns sitting in front of their, their? I think it was. Was it their starting credits for their hollow movie? Or their end credits. It's yeah. The, the start, the starting credits. The starting credit yeah So they're credits. sitting down in front of it, like oh, going oh, that's shiny. that oh, I I like my character's name and such and such. And I got um, an image of being at the cinema, grey with the with Star Trek whatever four comes up on the screen in big bold letters. And you've got some teeny popper kids or something sitting at the front or standing up getting in the way of the bottom <laughs> of the cinema screen. Yeah. That's what that scene reminded me of because they're sitting at the bottom of the screen, um, which I liked. And they were calling it, I think initially, Crisis Point 2. But, right, because there was a Crisis Point 1 originally. So. I don't like the title of like that. I don't like Crisis Point yeah. Was that not a video game? An arcade game even, Crisis Point Point. with the shooting but
1: that's a whole different thing
0: yeah there you go so uh i got star trek 2 vibes here uh at this moment and as we'll touch gray i thought they were maybe just going with one or two movies it turned out they had their fill of most of the movies up to 10 there was most of them featured in here at some point in little bits yeah uh, all over yeah which i like but that's part of the lsd trip where our heads were like mush because i'm like is this two is this four what movie is this ah god knows uh um, we had to really
1: think about this and go like oh yeah that's star trek 2 uh 6 uh 10 blah, blah, blah.
0: yeah yeah and
1: uh this one happened to be stealing everything off of rathakhan and even a little from star trek the motion picture those first two movies they used a lot of these rainbow colored things and they yeah, had a. Again. font right yeah there you go and they and they picked they had a very particular font style for rathakhan so if you go back and google the uh Rath-a-Khan and and google uh Star Trek motion picture you're going to see the promotional materials from that movie yeah. and you will see what we're talking about so it looked just like it. you could not you couldn't miss it
0: yeah so as soon yeah. as it comes on it's like
1: oh we're at the con
0: yeah uh so it was kind of cool i think okay. Gr- gray and i both agreed on that we both put that in our notes essentially that we got star trek 2 vibes here definitely gray's noticed it from the way they used the fonts and the 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 music and whatnot um, and also, on the next point as well, touches on with the continuation of the story we 're still getting vibes of Star Trek Two here because Boimler has a hot girlfriend character in it she's she's a nurse she 's all over him again, women all over bloody Boimler, and he's not interested now he's not interested because of what he was told by ransom, which we'll touch on uh, shortly uh, but at this stage, the audience can definitely think that he's just been Boimler gray, and it just women right. don 't register for him so Um, and obviously this was uh, Carol Marcus from Star Trek 2, that she's supposed to be and it's a whole Genesis divide thing, because they get the video coming up going this is what this chromogamy is and you get vibes of this Genesis device and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ I'm so confused right now Um, I like, that was a little nice touch, Um, they leave and there's no, you know, Beckett saying, come on Boimler, you have to be into her, she's part of the romance here, you can't not have the romance and he walks, her aside, yeah, yeah and, he, and he walks and he walks away um but then we skip on you've mentioned here oh fact wait a minute yeah yeah so the little video but clip. you yeah you want to explain the, the little thing they were showing the genesis type oh, device they,
1: yeah she was going through this whole thing explaining what chronogami was and the device and everything so all of a sudden they put up this rather archaic looking animation <laughs> but they used two starships. So what did they use? They used the original N- uh, NCC-1701 from TOS and the Enterprise-D. No so bloody B, C, or no, E? No, none of them. Okay. So they use see those two. They, they don't say that's what they are, but we know that's what they are. Yeah. So they're using it in the video to show their time-skipping thing that no one could keep up with. Uh,
0: but anyway. That so was, so was a nice touch. It was think. a nice touch. And then you follow that on, Gray, with your, your Italian comment.
1: Yeah, there was a. Uh, They're walking down the street when they all went to the this particular planet. Uh, the planet was called Tattusgory Nine, and I'm looking at this and I'm going like, "That's an Italian name. Why would they pick an Italian name?" And how do you planet?
0: know it's Italian, Gray, for the audience' uh, benefit? So I'm Italian, so can't you tell? He's he'll... he's like an older Mario with a moustache and stuff. See, <laughs>
1: that's it, <Mary>. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so I see this, I'm going like, that's, "That can't be coincidence." I got I got to check this out. Now, this may have nothing to do with it whatsoever. But when I did look at it, I find a guy named Fred Tatascori, and he was Italian and uh, Italian-American. And he did voiceovers for many, many, many animated uh, features, films, TV, and the whole nine yards. So I was like, oh, so I'm sitting there going, like, could that have been a coincidence? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe somebody related to him or they knew about this guy. A lot of those people that do voice acting all kind of know each other. So that could be a, a possible reason. The other thing that it could have been, although, again, it may have nothing to do with it, but when they went down to the planet, and again, they're still in this holo story, when they went down to the planet, Tatooine 9, they, they're walking down a street. You've got to uh, say it properly, the, though.
0: It's not Tatisori. It's that, that's Come Tatisori. Come on, man.
1: So uh, <laughs> they're walking down the street, which looks a lot like a street from several different Star Wars movies. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They got the hoods on, like they're Jedi or something, and they're going down the street. And it was definitely some kind of homage to Star to Star Wars. Just so happens that the guy that I was telling you about, Fred, he did voiceovers for many Star Wars animated shows. There we go. I was just like, so I'm sitting there going, like, man, if that's not a coincidence, then that's, I mean, so I figured they must have done that on purpose. But it was kind of interesting. I just threw it in there, and just I had to look at this thing up. Uh, but as they go down the street, the funny part was is that all these soothsayers are up and down the street, all you know, giving predictions of doom and gloom and what you need to do and blah blah blah, and, you know. And one of the one of the guys screams out, "We're all holograms in a simulation." I messed that part, thought, Gray. <laughs> see, this is why we both do it. I thought, that, I thought that was great. That was like the funniest one of the of the bunch. It says, "We're all holograms in a simulation." They are just like ignoring it.
0: It's like the Matrix, the 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 walking Gray. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> so there
1: you go so that that was kind
0: of cute it was it was funny and
1: fact, it was fact, interesting thing the
0: fact that gray's part italian means uh that he knows these things i and I, I had no clue that was italian see some of the planet names and some of the device names are so obscure that i sometimes don't know how to spell them never mind pronounce them so i will do what you call a Trevism, and i just call it a thingy like the cryo thingy, the planet thingy, planet nine thingy, and just everything's a thingy. Um, yeah, just add to the confusion. Um, so this this bit got me a little bit confused, Gray, right? You might be able to help me with it. So mm-hmm. back on I'm pretty sure they're still there at this point. Uh, Boimler seems to have given up on the main plot of his bloody hollow movie right movie he's going for plot b right backup plan b he's trying to find the meaning of life i'm thinking hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy here all that kind of stuff uh he's trying to get answers also, Monty,
1: uh money python
0: too money python there you go i have seen them just way way back in the day so i'm not an expert gray would be an expert for that um and they're trying to go after uh the others try to go after the the, the device the 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 cryo thingy i'm, I'm just going to call it that <laughs> um <laughs> so, oh, no, so when i say the rest of them it's like tiana it's uh it's it's uh uh carol freeman to be,
1: on- to be honest with you even you're showing it right now i couldn't keep track of which crew was going which way and who was in which crew and where uh, you're not alone i'm like-
0: you're yeah, not alone. Like, who? Wait a minute. So uh. We don't need to get it perfect, but certainly it was it was Tiana, it was Shax, it was Freeman. Freeman's not the captain in this at the moment. Um it's
1: perhaps told you otherwise, but
0: yeah. Yeah, perhaps so you're yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to who really is the captain at the end of this. Um but so I'm more interested in the original plot B, uh, plot plot A, which they're not going doing after anymore. The main crew are going after right. that, where Baumler goes right. a bit nuts um so they go after the device uh it gets activated it's too late the Romulans go through with it uh our favorite doctor Tia, dr katiana goes uh, oh shit and it's beeped out again so we've got our we've got a lovely doctor back swearing again gray we surely it would have been a fight see if, see if there wasn't cursing from her it would have been a five out of ten but she brought up a point by going back to her cursing
1: and, and by the way, that, was, nice. that wasn't the only scene where she was funny either. So, Oh, yeah. What really, what really made me a little, <laughs> little ticked was that Tiana, or as I call her, Tiana Cat, she has not done Jack in the last three episodes. I mean, she, has, she hasn't even spoken in the last three episodes. And I'm like, you can't do that. Yep. You've got to have her say something funny or do something funny every episode or at yep. least every other episode. So yeah. for three episodes, she does nothing. And then finally, in this one, she has a couple of things she says, which, like Trev said, actually brought it up a notch. Yeah. Uh, and Shaxx, too. Shaxx had a good line we'll get to in a minute. Who's your so favorite out pick... of
0: Shaxx and Tiana, if you had to pick? It's Tiana for me.
1: If I had to pick, I would, yeah, I'd, be, I'd yeah, go with Tiana. Same, same. Yeah, in fact, go. what I would love to see, I mean, I don't know if we'll see it one day, but I would love to see them write an episode that's just Tiana for the whole episode.
0: Oh, or, now you're spying or, me.
1: Or, or, or at the very least, if you're going to follow two plot lines because they do that a lot on these episodes, then one of those plot lines has got to be Tiana. Yeah, I mean you have to. And if, and if you do it right, that could be real funny, because there's a lot of stuff I could think of that would be just 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 hilarious. Yeah, yeah, uh, agreed. So maybe, maybe maybe keep fingers crossed. We'll see a something like. Oh, look! Uh, to give you an example, remember the one? Uh, I can't remember the episode now. Where they're in the holodeck, and Tiana and Shaq's obviously. Uh, Get it on with each oh, other yeah. and they're pretty close and everything. Of my favorite that scenes. whole sequence is hilarious. The two of them got to shine in that one sequence of the bank robbery and everything. It was it was brilliant. It was yeah. so good.
0: Yeah, I, I did. mean, I
1: just I love that. That was just so excellent.
0: More scenes of those two, please, would be yep. brilliant. We would take that. Um, so yeah, so we've got we got a plot A and a plot B within this whole old movie, right? And it is a total us. Ast- Complete and utter cluster, F-U-C-K, big time in this. But we're trying to keep up with best best as possible. So bear with us, please, guys. So um, Beckett and Boimler have a bit of a fallout next because obviously we're confused as the audience, so so are the bloody right. characters uh, and in and, and, uh, and Lord X. Uh, Beckett doesn't understand why they're giving up the main story and they're going after this silly side story um, because we don't obviously know at this stage. What's going on with uh, Boimler? He's going a bit cuckoo, to be fair. Um, turns out, we find this out after uh, Beckett speaks to Ransom, that um, uh, Boimler's twin uh, that was in a Titan had died. Some freak. William. Boimler, Bo- Boimlum is in William. Yeah, we like that. Bo- Boimler, <laughs> William. Did you just make that up on the fly? Well, no, 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 William. <laughs> That's good, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He's that. He's passed away. Some mad radiation. Uh. You know. Freak thing. Um. Yeah.
1: Freak accident. Some kind of gas got in and. it feels
0: awful uh, because she shouted back at Uh. Boimler before. Um. Let me, let me you, interject something. Yeah. Right, for a moment. Was that the awkward thing? Whole,
1: no. 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 But during that whole. Well, yeah. In some respects, it is. But it was so weird that how, Boimler was obviously acting not himself, and then. Later on, he started having like a a semi nervous breakdown. Yeah, right. And yet, none of his friends notice there's anything wrong with him, except that he's changing parts of the movie. And I'm sitting there going, "Are you? You gotta be kidding
0: me!" But why though? They probably they maybe think he's acting out the story or something, though.
1: No, no, you can't though. But he was doing this over and over again. The sad face. The Total out of character thing. Big
0: baggy, you know, big bags under his eyes. Yeah, right.
1: Re- rewriting everything, not caring about stuff, and they're just like, oh, they just, just they just think this, this is all normal. And you know, I and so if you're if you're friends for that long, and you're in close quarters, especially in the lower decks, right? Yep, yep, yep. They pretty much know each other fairly well, maybe not exactly, but fairly well. Yep. And yet they don't notice anything, nothing, nothing at all. So I'm sitting there going, like, this is dumb really dumb and so then i and there's no explanation they just plot along and then the whole sequence where ransom tells uh beckett that he died just i don't know maybe it was me but it just felt really awkward it why, why did it like feel awkward that,
0: though because i don't i don't agree with you there um, because
1: i was trying to figure out whether he was he was trying to be serious or funny and he was kind of like serious and i knew he was be serious funny. yeah i didn't get that impression um yeah but i then th- he started he started to treat it as it was as if it was kind of funny yeah, I just more the like, Yeah, I think, right, but you, but, you, but you don't do that. I mean, I, th- I think you. This, this, I mean, it's a humorous movie. It's a it's supposed it, to be funny. I get it. Yeah, it's because but, their
0: friends. Great, it's because Beckett and Boimler are friends, and Ransom knows that, so he's just you know asking. I assume you have heard of such and such. Is he okay? Well, what would what you mean? What's wrong? What's happened? Oh, did he not tell you his twin died recently? And she's like, oh shit, you know. So. But then ransoms a bit goofy anyway, isn't it? And you don't take him seriously. Plus, Lord Dex is a bit silly anyway. So maybe that's what confused you, because you're like, he's just said someone's died. I'm a bit confused. But this is a comedy. Um, what? Okay, what's going on? I maybe I well, think I wasn't it maybe I wasn't
1: expecting it to be like you know all uh super serious, but at the same time it it seemed almost as if it was just a he was being very flippant about it at the at the second half of the announcement when he's talking about how he died. Yeah. Ah, what
0: a way to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I uh-huh. know. Um but anywho, uh, we digress as we do. Um we move back to the main plot line of the hollow movie. Um and that's, Wait, uh, that's... we really know what it was? <laughs> yeah, we think we we think we do. Um, I think we know. <laughs> and and I I enjoyed I mean the main plot line of the hollow movie was easily the best of the two. Yeah. Um but I love this because they're going from time to time using the cryo thingy. And they end up uh, going back to the past in 1982. But I found it hilarious because as soon as they arrived, they're like, "Where are we?" And uh, Doctor Tiana just uses her her nose to go yeah, 19, 1982 or something. You're just like, <laughs> "Wow, that is good, man. She is good." How does she
1: know this? How, that, that's amazing. <laughs> that was cute, though. It was great. Um, it was typical of her and a She's great re- something that only she can do. Or- <laughs>
0: Gray noted below here, and as similar to myself, uh, I did say I got Star Trek 4 vibes here because they were uh, rescuing an octopus as opposed to, obviously, the whales. So they're borrowing from a lot of these movies here, which is great. Um, shame you never got to see them try to put an octopus on their ship, which they didn't have, because that would have been I, hilarious. You know what?
1: It's funny you said that, because when, I, when they said they were going to go rescue, I, I was waiting for that. I was waiting for them to beam them out and stick him in a tank or something like yeah. they did in the Star Trek 4. Why? Why? Like,
0: oh, Come on, man. Come on. Um, would have been perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got major Star Trek 4 vibes here, which we really, really liked here. Uh, and Gray, you made a note here uh, underneath that you wanted to mention.
1: Yeah, in that whole sequence, uh, they get caught by thugs and you have all these people from the 80s. And it looks like Star Trek 4, right? Yeah, the boomboxes and the the gang, black and they're goth kind of stuff, whatever. And basically, they they catch him and they're getting ready to like you know threaten them or kill them or or whatever. And Shax comes up with one of the best lines. He sits there and he acts like he's so scared. He's going like, he goes, "Look, we don't want any." And then all of a sudden, he puts on the real mean face, he goes witnesses, and he goes, "Bam!" Punches <laughs> <laughs> the guy, head butts him, knocks out everybody. And I'm sitting there like, "Yeah, Shaxx."
0: yeah my boy but Shack. it was just so
1: classic because when he started doing this like he was really afraid like look we don't want any and then he just totally turns the other way and goes it smashes man.
0: them up man um it was great I loved yeah it. because that whole scene there that was Rutherford at the time was trying to steal all the biker guys clothes you know uh not taking yeah. he wasn't taking things very seriously here either um and actually i haven't noted this downgrade but um, you know, I got vibes. I thought of the character, uh, from Star Trek 4 the guy on the bus playing the boombox, and he's really loud. Right. Spock has to go, go? up and kind of, you know, put him out of action. Um, yep. you know, that same character, uh, was you've probably seen this in Star Trek Two, uh, Star Trek Picard season two. He played his older self on the bus, and I was either seven or nine or oh, really? raffin' it goes, and instead, this time, I've gone up and given the Vulcan nerve pinch, they just go up and go would you please stop that, you know, rap that music, stop it. And then he just, you expect him to react, but then he goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm totally, because he remembered what happened last time he played live music, Spock went up, so he, he totally shit himself. Yeah. I love that scene, it just gave me vibes of this right off. I didn't, even, I didn't even notice that one that was good there you go this is why it
1: works great this is why it works there's no oh, team the problem was picard season two was so bad that it was hard to notice those things yeah
0: this is true gray's still going through therapy um he's still seeing his therapist right. to try and recover from that um but anyway right so um after that we got um uh boimler and and beckett they're trying to make this plan b the story plot b work um and there's this character we see called Nick-Knack. Now, Gray and I both loved this guy. And just to add to this, yeah. nick knacks are uh in the UK, they're 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 crisps or chips as you call them in the States. Um and as soon as I saw that, I'm just thinking, that's my favorite bag of crisps right there. I'm absolutely loving it. <laughs> this guy, Knick. He he is he's just he's he's just like, he's a little bit goofy. He's a little bit like um if you've ever seen uh, any of the Thor movies, he's like meek. He's like meek. The little guy that Korg holds, the stone guy, he holds the little guy. Yeah. But he wasn't. He was dead. Was he dead? Was he not dead? He's a bit like him. He's a little bit goofy and silly. Um,
1: See over it, here, it's funny because knickknack means little little things. Like well, little, that means this, this, it means the same
0: here, Gray. That's where they got the idea to name it a bag of crisps because they're little bits. Ah, okay. they're little bits of they're and they're not proper crisps or chips. They're like made out of maize. You know, so they're not proper potato. Mm-hmm. Whatever, I don't know how you make them. But anyway, yeah, the same, same thing, Greg. Um, so yeah, Boimler and Becks are, or Boims and Becks, um, are trying to make this story work. They're in jail at the time, in story. Just, we have to add this, because you, sometimes you don't know what's reality from their story, from plot B and their story to reality. And we have to, bear with us, bear with us, yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Nick Nick comes to the rescue, bust them out of jail, uh, the little sidekick cat that they bumped into um and then what's it boimler goes i love you Nick knack and nick goes yes and i love you i'm in love with you and then right. and then becky like, just oh, goes well. oh there you go there's the romance story we're looking for <laughs> i liked him uh, yeah. what, what did you mention after here purple head great no, uh,
1: yeah because i noticed every time <laughs> he talks to boimler he goes purple head doesn't call him boimler I'm going like purple head. And then I'm realizing when, I, when you look at his hair in animation, they make his hair purple, even yeah. if it's not really purple, because you only can do whatever colors in animation. So he sits there and goes like purple head. And I'm going, oh, okay, got it. Now I get it. So he,
0: he Nick Knack doesn't talk properly. He's a very much like, he's a bit like, I don't know, a better spoken version of Yoda. You know, he's not back to front. He'll just say things like, oh, yes, a great purple head. I like the way you talk purple head. You know, he's, he's not quite properly there. I
1: like but, a, there was one scene, uh, Becca calls him Knack Knack, and Boymler goes, Knick Knack.
0: Knack Knack, yeah, 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 I remember that, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Knack Knack. Um, so, yeah, we love Knack. He was one of the stars of this show, I think. Um, we then have um, uh, Boimler confronts some creepy map guy. Now, this guy he's trying to find answers his back is is literally made out of maps and he's all saggy and old and and it's just disgusting like i was oh
1: it's like he weighed 800 pounds and now Uh, he weighs 100 and all the skin is still there yeah and you're trying (laughs) to make maps out of this
0: and he's trying to get close to where he needs to go to to find out the meaning of life again hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy because 42 that's 42 but listen well, Gray. that's a little again we diverse it's what we do here um <laughs> often i will do this in real life when someone comes up to me at work and they'll go oh, i've got a question for you trevor and i'll go 42 and the majority right, of back. people will go oh very scooby-doo-esque right. but then the odd person because my office is very techie so there's a lot of geeks in there they'll go hitchhikers baby yes and I'll go, uh-huh, yes, thank you. Uh, excellent movie, by the way, if you haven't seen it, guys. Hitchcockers' Guide to the Galaxy is excellent. And I'm sure the book's awesome, too. I just don't read, read books, so I can only comment in the movie. I um, used to read books years ago. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but now we've moved on, man. We've moved on. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Map Guy, um, it turns out uh, the Map Guy was actually working with the Romulans all along. Plot twist. So mm. um, Big Fight kicks off um Knack morphs into yeah, i don't uh,
1: four-armed or six-armed he, uh...
0: he looked like he looked like gorn from mortal kombat the guy we like well, i can't remember his name was gorn the guy with like oh, I yeah, know arms. You're talking about, yeah, yeah yeah so gorn started what am i my thinking but yeah so like, it looks like knack has been to the gym he is buffed he is beast he's smashing everything up um i absolutely found that hilarious um and then we go back to the original plot A of the whole movie, which this is the one we preferred. Uh, this is twenty one sixty one founding the Federation. We've got notes here, great, of Star Trek six, Unders discovered country, Star Trek ten, Nemesis. Um, I'm getting Nemesis vibes because of the. I've got this little device. It was like the device that. Um, and Romulan Senate that Shinzon set off to like basically vaporize everyone, and we're getting yeah. this vibe here from the little device here. So it gets a bit confusing. This is another device on top of the cryo thingy, by the way, just to emphasize. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of thingies in
0: this movie. Thingamabobs, kind of thing thing jigs. It's, oh man, I've got sore head. I need to lie down after this episode. This pod, is confusing. Um, but yeah, so we get vibes of a couple of movies here. Uh... Now, Tiana, this is sad. Very sad. We should have... Don't, it's uh, only,
1: but it's only a holiday. So it's not,
0: it's not real. It's not real. Tiana takes a phaser shot to save Rutherford and Tindy when the, the Romulans are going to take out because we get Star Trek 6 vibes. We're on the country and we're getting a speech from the Federation president and it's diving in to take the shot. Um and uh <laughs> i'll let you finish this bit uh because i know it's also your favorite character gray what happens with uh the doctor at the end
1: <laughs> yeah tendy's Tendy's like crying over her, even though it's a holodeck but whatever She's crying over her because Tiana's dying slowly being vaporized, but because she got shot or whatever. Yeah. And uh and then all of a sudden she just says, You'll be okay, you'll be okay. And and he, Tiana, typical it, Tiana I looks swear, at her and says, swear. Don't bullish bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> With the beep, 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 beep. She's like, I'm not okay, yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> I thought that was great. It was perfect. Don't tell me, you idiot. I already know I'm dead.
0: Yeah. Those bits mm, bring it up purple. from a five to a six. This is what we want. We want more yeah. Dr. Cat. We want her curse and swear. And that's her thing. That's her stick. Yep. So please let her do that. Um, that w- We have both had a chuckle at that. Tindy's very upset about this. She's very upset, even though it's not real. Um, Rutherford actually, following on from that, he makes a comment. He says, whoo, smells like fried Romulan in here. <laughs> Chuckled at that. And Tindy's not happy. She she says, "Like, why are you not taking this seriously? And he's like, What? This is this is um it's just a hollow novel, like hollow movie. What was chill, relax. And she's upset because she's trying to take it seriously because she wants to become captain one day. And Rutherford is like, Oh right, I'm sorry, sorry. I, I okay. You know, she he's like it's, it's totally fine. You know, I will treat it seriously. Um I would totally see you as a captain one day. I'm behind you 100%. She's like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah." And they make up again and they're all they're all happy. And then no, she becomes captain I if she was inter- I got to interject before. again
1: now. Why does Rutherford realize in fairly short order that Tindy's upset and he doesn't and he knows that she, he knows that she's more upset than normal? And, give her a kiss. and he means and he immediately you know uh, talks to her about this. And yet when Boimler went through all this for half the episode and was having a nervous breakdown nobody notices anything yeah because
0: they're a couple unofficially that's why i think he recognizes it more friends maybe. that's the I thing know. i'm trying to say these I are know. close friends i know but that's
1: what so that was so dumb about the scene i'm going like I, as soon as i saw it i go like so he notices which makes total sense but nobody notices He was having a nervous breakdown like
0: great no, it's, it's, it's not real it's not real it's not only it's not only star trek's a comedy and it's animated it's, it's it's not real yeah they're taking it too seriously
1: we expect certain
0: things. We do. They're series. just Star Trek fans. You, you come a bit anal like that. Um, but yeah, so she if she wasn't captain before, because again, it's very unclear in this bloody episode. She certainly becomes yeah. captain from then on and takes the place of the lead character for the end of the Hollow movie there, which which uh, uh, I was a big fan of because she kicked ass a little bit, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. they, they go back in time again. Uh and they basically try to restart the Hollow movie from the beginning. They're trying to make it properly. But what they do is they kind of like zoom through it kind of a lot quicker, like the main bullet points there. Um, they basically turn the device into a bomb and save the day. Ta-da! You know, the way it maybe should have been, but it didn't because Boimler had a bit of a nervous breakdown. His sidekick dying and whatnot. So um, now we'll go back to Boimler and Beckett Grey you want to tell the people what yeah. happened next here we got a bit, we got some star trek five uh, the final frontier vibes don't we and the next yeah section. along
1: with the hitchhiker's guide thing uh you're you, you're listening to the this this per, this he has been looking for this guy that's supposed to be know everything yeah and he goes through all this and they end up on a planet where this thing looks like a i don't know a talking mountain or something and <laughs> obviously he's a god of some sp- Sort or whatever, and he's hoping to get all the right answers out of him. And of course, he's not really getting the right answers. But that brought back the vibes of Star Trek V, where Kirk is talking to a god or a godlike creature or yeah. the real god or whatever, and they're all saying a bunch of useless quotes back and forth that make no sense. And and it was funny watching the holodeck trying to write quotes on, you know, on the fly. And these are like quotes that you've heard before, you know, Confucius and whoever. Gabriel Lincoln whoever they were they said these things originally are, are coming out and they're going like what are you talking about <laughs> so the whole thing comes right out of uh, Star Trek 5 right there which is kind of interesting
0: yeah I had a little chuckle with that I had a little chuckle at that um, I just like the nods to these movies here um, Boimler's still cracking up at this stage uh, and sorry if my video's going a bit nuts it's getting a bit darker here and I think my camera's struggling with the green screen because of lack of light but anyhow we're near the end so it's all good um, I like the fact that Boimler then started kicking the shit out of the god, essentially, this mountain creature yeah. thing. Start kicking it, I want answers. To the point where some of it breaks away and he starts crawling in trying to find answers inside here. Um, which was a bit nuts. Slowly but surely cracking up. Um, this was one of my joint favourite bits. I don't know, maybe my favourite bit here. Um, George Takei's back. Boys and girls. Captain Sulu. Captain Sulu. Um, exact same scene from star trek seven generations where kirk is in his barn in iowa uh, with the horse and but this time it takes the place of captain solo wait, wait but what, and one thing you
1: forgot to mention when the scene started there was a there was a mailbox outside the home it, and says on the mailbox, it says it says kirk
0: yeah, yeah, but but what happened? Oh, yeah, but but Boimler picks up in that he's like, I thought this was Kirk's place or something, and, right, and that's right, when Sulu exactly. goes, oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, I I bought it off him or I took it over, and I was like, I like that little touch there. You know, it's like I'm taking it now. It's no, it's now my place. Um, quite right. He
1: goes, uh, he goes, Kirk's off running around some timeline or something. I, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. We
0: like that. And, and and all seriousness, they need to get, Shatner back for. Um, I don't know if this takes. This probably takes place after generations, which would be difficult. But I am really getting sick on Shatner not getting invited back to do some cameo or something or some voice. Well, line. I mean,
1: they they do so much
0: garbage with the holodeck. They can bring him back for the holodeck. Yeah, yeah. Mean, seriously, a way to do it. I, I'm getting a bit disgusted about the fact that he's not. Maybe he doesn't want to. Although I, I doubt it, mate. It. He's Star Trek daft. Nah, I can't yeah, see it. I yeah. Can't see it. But anyway, so I, we love this scene because okay, Captain Sulu's back. Um and we do like Solo, to be fair. Um, now, it's, uh, he's asking all these questions. He's asking too many questions uh, to the point where Solo's just like, "Ha, huh? you know, like, basically shut up up up. now. And then he says, he says, ah, you're asking too many questions now. The horse is going to bite you now. <laughs> and it does. His horse literally <laughs> bites him as if it was like a zombie yeah. apocalypse movie. And then he wakes up kind of screaming a little bit now. In real life, we're 100% sure, or almost 100% sure, this is now real life in lower decks on the Street Toss, and he's surrounded by all his friends. It turns out while he was in the hollow deck, he wasn't eating or drinking or anything causing to his sanity and his poor health. Yeah, I and mm-hmm. Dr. Tianis basically says, You were kind of clinically dead there for a moment, so good thing we were actually there. Um, I think I say this is one of my favorite scenes, but it's kind of joint favorite, grave because. This fella here at the back, the Defiant's back, baby. Now, I don't know if it's the Defiant <laughs> class or the Defiant because I didn't pick up the registration. Yeah, there wasn't because, a name. In the, yeah, was, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and to be fair, it's because it was Section 31. They don't advertise. Um, so I think the Defiant is the Defiant class, isn't it, if I'm writing saying. Correct. Um, so, yeah, it's a Defiant class that we ship there anyway. Um, we see Boimler's twin, Boimlum, as we've now named him, uh he's still alive uh one of the section 31 people that we don't really see clearly he's got a spray. wakes him up uh, and said you know we had to fake your death we want you to come and work for us we're definitely getting william Riker uh vibes now um they faked his death basically um i love that little touch now gray you mentioned here um I think we both did but you initially brought it up here that we kind of mentioned something like this in the past about the defiant section 31 etc yeah yeah
1: we have another video you can check out where we go over the ships and stuff and star trek i believe it was that one uh because we had mentioned what ships we like the most and when we got to the defiant uh trev and i were talking about you know where is the defiant i mean is it still around is it the class did they get rid of it it should still be there and we both we both agreed that it had to still be around. Then I then I all of a sudden just went, oh, wait a minute. Why wouldn't it be with section thirty one? Because it would be a perfect black ops ship. Yeah. And we both went, Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And all of a sudden it's just, it's almost like we wrote the episode at the end of this yep. this episode. The but teaser you can is that you see the defiant yeah, the defiant fades in from being cloaked and all of a sudden it's like the Defiant, and then all of a sudden... Did you, Did you see it de Did you see it de Gray? I don't remember seeing I that. Thought I thought I thought I saw some shimmer. I'll have to go back and look. Well, um, but, but then they started bringing up Section 31, the black pin, the black communications pin, which was actually pretty funny, because Boimda goes like, well, if you're so secret, why do you have this pin that, that clearly shows you're Section 31? And it's just
0: a black one. The Section 31's just a black yeah. one as opposed to the normal one, which I find hilarious.
1: Yeah, and then he goes Most like, definitely. you want to be dead. Yeah, You know, we, we, we can make you dead again. He goes, nah. No, I'll wear
0: it. In. I'll wear it. It's fine. It's fine. That, that's fine. It's a good point in this section, Gray, because um, obviously my baby's back. Uh, my favorite Starship's back. Spoiler if you haven't seen our favorite Starship video. Um, definitely go back and check that one out first. Um, I love the fact that uh, A Defiant, let's assume it's the Defiant, why not, is back because it has to be used somehow. Yeah. Now, at this stage in history, I believe, Gray, and I may be wrong, um, it's kind of current star trek ish timeline um the defiant should be allowed to use cloak now because the romulan star empire is no more well it is it's there but obviously romulus went kablooey right, right. um and the as the treaty of Alderaan where they're not allowed to use the cloak and that's basically null and void because the species on their planet doesn't really exist for the most part so they are allowed to use cloaking uh you just don't see much until you get to Discovery season I mean, three the, and four. The Klingons Spoiler. have been
1: using it too for a while, and I always kind of wondered,
0: well, the Klingons use it, and the Romans, yeah, but they're use allowed it, to. They didn't say we don't, nothing. We don't use it. They do not say nothing. No, it was they, us that signed it because we're idiots.
1: Well, they, they, that's the reason why when finally the fine came along and it did cloak, then I'm like, okay, now we're talking. You know, yeah. like you should have something that cloaks, and I they all it. and they all talk about the treaty. You know, well, you know, we're not like that, and. You know we can't cloak and i'm going like what are you kidding me i said i said if if all the all the bad guys are cloaking everywhere i mean you
0: you've got a to cloak too yeah yeah that's true that's right you, mean, you don't you don't see so much in current star trek timelines after romulus goes kablooey but you will yeah. spoiler season three and four you'll see it gray um i don't can't remember if it's this and discovery cloak yeah i can't remember but certainly some of the ships no no, 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 no! Saw, in season well, three know. and four, in season three and four, this is the future. Remember now, the tr- Treaty of Aldron doesn't exist. So, uh, some ships cloak. I just can't remember if the Discovery uh, cloaked. Um, but, but yeah, the so Discovery
1: just just flipped around like this and used their mushroom power. To go it there still does.
0: It to. still does. Yeah, Mar- Mario Mario power, as I like to call it. Um, I'm sorry, that
1: whole sequence where it does the flipping thing just gets me. I'm just like,
0: great. I, mean, I would love that if it wasn't kind of. It's not ruining canon it's just not Star Trek because if it was in a general sci-fi movie it would be a brilliant way to travel but it's just not based in anything scientific at all I, so I would really expect good.
1: the flipping thing to be I know we digress but I would, I would expect the flipping thing to be like
0: a Doctor Who effect. Yes. Say, yes, something. it's not it's and not that would practical make total is it? sense to me. Yeah, it's not right? practical. Star
1: Trek it's like are you kidding me it's like a Tonka toy you just the, gotta flip it
0: around. The, the rest of it when it kind of uh, almost kind of uh, Jumps or boosts up quickly or down quickly, yeah. then appears where it is. I could maybe get down with that. That's fine, uh, but yeah, that is a little bit of a silly mechanic. That really Doctor Who esque. Uh, but yeah, so we'll, I loved seeing uh, Defiant come back one last time. Brilliant! It's bloody well not used enough, and I'm a bit sick of it. Like to know more what's going on with my favourite class. Uh, but yeah, that's wrapping up for, for here, guys. Um, that takes us to the end of the episode. Um, thank you for coming along. As usual, if you don't mind and you like this kind of Talking Heads video, please give us a thumbs up and a subscribe would help us massively, please. Thank you very right. much. Below. Um, we do put this into podcast format. So if you don't want to see our, our faces, you know, we all podcast platforms, whatever one you're on, we're going to be there. Just look for us the Trek way. Um, and don't forget as well General Entertainment Chat as well which includes a little bit of Star Trek Marvel, DC, other things that are popular on at the time that we talk about uh, Gray's Green Room he's got his own pod there as well I join him for that once a month um, it's only on podcast platform at the moment but we are looking into doing the YouTubes for that also yeah. um, lastly our Twitter, the Trek way if you follow that you always see when an episode goes live and you can join us we do have a Discord but it's from our gaming community Extreme PC UK. Uh, if you just search for that website, there's a Discord link. We have our entertainment section at the bottom, where we talk things, all entertainment, including Star Trek there, so all the boys are in there. But yeah, I think that leaves us there. Great. Thank you for coming along, mate. We will wrap up from there, and we'll see you... Oh, yeah. Well, we've got a special coming out uh, next week. Uh, uh, James doing an interview that Grey done back in the 90s as part of his uh, one of his older jobs. Um... I've heard it. It's brilliant. Grey turned it into a video, which we appreciate, Grey. We're going to release that on Monday. So uh, subscribe for that, and you'll get it automatically. But, yeah, thank you once again, people. We'll love you and leave you. And live long and prosper, I guess. See you later. Bye-bye. See you.